Alright, yes, so, so we go. Alright, so like I said, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, um, we want to continue to keep our eyes on the Lord. We want to continue to behold His His face and His direction for us, even as His Spirit continues to guide us. We are in a day where we are living in all kinds of uh, uh, spiritual realities and manifestations. And it's our duty, it's our responsibility to keep our eyes on the Lord and keep our hope in his word and our faith on him. In fact, this morning, I just quickly want to encourage us as we, you know, get ourselves in the mood of prayer and, and, and posture our hearts again in talking to him and allowing him to speak back to us. Because indeed that is what effective prayer is. Effective prayer is when we talk to God and he talks back to us. And we allow him to, you know, reveal his heart, his mind to us in a way and manner that we can begin to have perspective regarding every aspect of our journey with him. And I think that is something that is noble. We need to do that. There are several things uh, that the Spirit of the Lord has, you know, brought, brought across our path in the past uh, couple of months and uh, I felt that we are in a time right now where we need to you know look back to some of the things the Spirit of the Lord have said but beyond just looking back we also need to begin to remind us excuse me remind ourselves of you know the, the, the what I call you know the, the primary principles of our journey in the things of the spirit while we deal with you know some of the major aspects of you know the demand of god and the speakings of god yet there are those you know little aspects that i always you know refer to i think one of the things that personally i have come to you know uh, uh, appreciate is that as we journey with the lord we need to constantly keep ourselves abreast with those you know little but very specific, you know, principles that allow us to daily, daily journey with God, daily walk with God, and daily live our life in the direction of, of His intentions. Because we can be so caught up with, you know, the big things and, uh, you know, the, the major things that, you know, there are things we call major, there are things we call big things. While, you know, those little aspects that, keeps you know the you know everything that we do intact are beginning to you know be neglected and i think uh, um while, while we journey into pressing into the realities of the demand of god and the kingdom of god we also need to look at you know those little aspects those little areas of our life those uh, uh, little uh, uh, you know principles in the word of god like the issues of keeping our faith you know, uh, and, and studying the word of God and, and, you know, daily praying and, you know, meditation and, you know, studying the word of God. You know, those are things that most time we take for granted. You know, the concept of, you know, living our life in faith and in belief, you know, trusting God on, on a day-to-day -day basis. Right? So why, why these aspects are, you know, are, are, are important we, we, we most them neg neg neglect them because we feel, well, well I've, I've learned about this thing. I know those things. And then you realize that you find yourself slipping, you know, just slipping, you know, you know, via track. 
So uh, it's important that we constantly remind ourselves we, we bring this truth across our path, you know, and, and, and refresh our mind and renew our minds again with them. And I think if we do that, that will constantly keep us right, in line with, you know, the, the, the desires of God and the demand of God, regardless excuse me regardless of what what may be happening around us and i just felt this morning that i should you know share a little bit on on faith just to you know kind of if you will you know re rehearse our, our understanding again and bring us to perspective regarding that which the spirit of the lord is saying all right so that we can at least constantly walk in that you know a, a position of faith because Faith, belief, trust, these, you know, virtues are, are things we've got to minister to daily in, in our spirit man, right? We have to constantly, you know, remind ourselves, keep ourselves abreast that we are walking by faith and not by sight, right? It's easy to jump out of faith, to move out of faith and start walking by sight and start allowing, right, you know, the conditions around us to begin to determine or even judge our position. So I, I felt, you know, that it's important, particularly, you know, starting, you know, a new month. This is the, the first uh, day of, of, of September. And, and that's that's something to be, you know, to be grateful for, that the Father has brought us into a new month, into a new day. I mean, we have just few few months left to, you know, to, to the end of the year. So this is a point where we need to start giving thanks to God, but beyond just giving thanks, reminding ourselves of the journey, where we're coming from, how far we've come, and looking back and, you know, really, you know, seeing, learning of the things, realizing the things that we have learned before. There are several things that we, you know, we, we, we learned this year. And uh, one of the things that I was looking at, there's a concept we, we dealt with. There's a concept that we dealt with. Where's that Yes, preparing for the next season. We talked about this and uh, so many things that were actually, you know, revealed in that, you know, a series of teaching we did. And, uh, you know, just looking at that, this, these are kind of teachings we need to go back to and, and, and remind ourselves and, and keep ourselves afresh and, and alive again on the things that the Father, you know, has spoken to us. I remember it was Peter, Apostle Peter, who said, I, I know you know those things. In fact, uh, uh, you, you've been establishing them, but I really want to remind you of these things again so that you can be, you know, be established in the present truth. So the present truth always connects us to the things the Father has spoken to us, has revealed to us in the past, all right? So we want to live our life, all right, in that spiritual position where we're building, you know, precept upon precept, line upon line, a little here, a little there. And that gives us, you know, you know a full perspective of our walk with God, of our journey, and, uh, and the realities of, you know, what we are coming into. And so... What, like I said, I, I will want to really uh, draw our attention to the concept of faith. But before I do that, I felt I should go back to, you know, our, you know, key scripture that, you know, we look at for our morning devotion. All right. Because I feel the scripture to me is, you know, is a key and it gives us direction. It gives us focus. It gives us, you know, a, a, a 
posture and the ability to you know to stand and to stay focused and to continue to press further into the heart of the father isaiah chapter 50 verse you know verse 4 to 5 he says the sovereign lord has given me an instructed tongue to know the words that sustains the weary he awakens me he awakens me morning by morning awakens my ears and he awakens my ears to listen like one being taught the lord has opened my ears and i have not been rebellious i have not turned my back I offer okay okay that's uh, that's to five but let's look at verse uh, uh, verse four again it says the sovereign lord has given me an instructed tongue well my prayer this morning is that we all have what is called an instructed tongue right when we get instructed in the directions and in the directives of the spirit when we get instructed based on that which the spirit of the lord amen is demanding and is, and and is speaking to us in the now all right we receive what is called amen words that sustains not just you know the weary out there but also sustains us because we can only sustain or empower encourage others amen from that which we ourselves have received all right so the sovereign lord and and as we have explained before that this is a position of you know of of authority this is a position where you know the, the sovereignty of god is what you know give us guidance and direction or right, into the days that we find ourselves and the circumstances that may be surrounding us so we are not moved we're not shaking we should not be alert okay excuse me we should not be we should not be moved by what is happening around us we should be alert we should be focused we should be you know you know we should be precise and, and we should be you know be determined all right to go through whatever it is because he's the one giving us instructions and direction so he says the sovereign lord has given me instructed tongue to know words that sustains the weary May, may our words this morning be able to sustain every form of weariness around us, within us, and you know, uh, 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 within the community. That's our desire, all right? He has awakened me morning by morning. I pray this morning that the Father will indeed awaken our ears, our hearts, our minds. You see, when our hearts and, 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 and our thoughts are awakened to the desires of God, to the demand of God, then we cannot but to prophesy, we cannot but to respond. We cannot but to you know to to follow we cannot but to live our life in 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 the directives of the spirit right the plans of the enemy is to keep us in a state where all right we we we, we find ourselves slumbering we find ourselves being dragged away we find ourselves being distracted all right from that which the spirit of the lord is requiring and demanding of us so we want to be able to keep ourselves amen and our lives our homes our family in our ministry in line with I mean, the speakings of God and the demand of God. Right, so that is something that I felt I need to quickly draw our attention to, right? Because uh, this is our Beyond Devotional, you know, uh, 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 segment, and what we try to do, all right, in this devotional segment is to keep our hearts, amen, in the in the position of you know prayer and, and and meditation and listening to you know the speakings of God and the demand of God and know that which God, amen, is requiring of us. We want to speak from a position of truth. The Bible says, in, you know. We must leave, amen, by every word that proceed from the mouth of God. All right. So that is that. I, I, like I said, I really want to quickly just remind us of, 
you know, the concept of faith this morning. Our faith must be renewed. Our faith must be sustained. Our faith must be equipped. Our faith must be uh, rehearsed. We must live our life in that position where we know that we are walking by faith. We are living by faith and not by sight. All right, it's easy. We live. In, we live in a world of physicality. We live in a world of you know material. All right, everything around us has to do with what we see, what we touch, what we feel. All right, what we taste. What you know. What you know. Uh, the opinions of men. All right. I'm, and all these things can, in fact, bring us to a position where we begin to live our life in, you know, in the in the in the in, in the reality of the environment. Okay, what the, the Bible says, we need to live our life, amen, from a position that is not defined or judged by this, you know, world of elements. We need to come to that position where our our eyes, amen, are on the Lord and our faith, amen, are on that which He is speaking. All right, there, there, there are things that the Father is is doing and saying and, and and you know bringing to birth in our time that we need to keep ourselves abreast with but as we like i said as we live in this you know day-to-day -day world of elements we, we you know what we see what we touch what we feel i mean words of men it's easy for us to be deviated it's easy for us to be distracted it's so easy for us to get to a point where all right we we we, we begin to you know focus more on that which you know we see in that which men you know are saying and that which the economy is saying and that which politicians are saying and that which or are uh, we hearing that is not really bringing us you know uh, encouragement and 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 sustenance all right it's so easy it's so easy you, you you can be you can be in the state of you know spiritual you know reality at this moment and then the next morning excuse me the next moment you find yourself or right, in a state where you wonder how did I get to this point? And that is because, amen, we are not living in that constancy, that, you know, minute to minute, hour to hour, amen, you know, continual attitude of journey with God. God said to Abraham, walk before me and be perfect. But before he said that, I would like to quickly go to that scripture in uh, um, in Genesis. I thought I actually opened to Genesis chapter 12. All right, I'm just quickly going to go to Genesis 12 in my in my Bible here. It is important that we constantly look into the word of God and and remind ourselves of you know the promises of God and 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 his directives. All right? The word of God is still very much alive. God's plan and purpose amen are still very much relevant to us today all right let's look at genesis this is important the bible says the lord said to abram leave your country your people and your father's house and go to the land i will show you then the promise followed i will make you into a great nation i will bless you i will make your name great and you will be a blessing and i will bless those who bless you Whoever curses you, I will curse, and all people on the earth will be blessed through you. So here is a call, and there's the promise that followed. And 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 the word that I quickly want to you know bring across our path and in remind in reminder of you know uh, the journey and the faith of Abraham, all right, is that the father called him. The Bible says the Lord called Abraham, leave 
leave your father's house, leave your country, all right? Leave your country, leave your father's house, leave your household to the land that I will show you. So we see the journey of transition, amen, from this, you know, uh, uh, scripture. The Lord established a powerful principle for us, all right, that we are being called out of something into something. We are being called out of the known to the unknown. We are being called out of that which, all right, we used to, amen, to that which, in fact, we are not uh, aware of, all right? God said, I'm the one that is going to show you. So there is a land that we are coming into that uh, it is going to take, you know, the wisdom of God, the knowledge of God, the grace of God for us to see. So living in that continual dependence and trust, amen, is innegotiable, all right? Because if we have been called out of that which we know, if we have been called out of that which we are familiar with, if we have been called out of that which, all right, we're used to, into that which we are, not, we are not familiar with, in fact, into that which we don't know, into that which we, are not, we have not seen, into that which we have not uh, touched, into that which we have not uh, handled, all right? Because these are things that have defined us, all right, as fallen kind of humans, all right? Our life is based on what we touch, what we feel, what we see, all right, where we were born, all right? These are the these are the dimensions that have shaped our world, our environment, all right, have shaped who we are, how we see life, how we see things, how we engage, how we connect with people, and how we define, you know, joy and peace and tranquility and fulfillment and success. Here is God now calling Amen Abraham, our, you know, our, our, you know, our father. You know, God said, Leave your father's house to a land that I'm going to show you. So we, we begin to see God all right, engage Abraham from you know a position of of uh, of a total life of dependence a total life of dependence and and it's important we bring ourselves to you know to you know to 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 remind you know to to rem, to remind that that our faith amen and our calling amen is totally depend you know dependent on that which the father is 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 doing or is about to bring us into and that begins to tell me that uh, we cannot come to a point where we think, all right, ah, we've arrived. We know what God is doing. We know what God is saying. Because if we live in such, you know, a uh, concept of, of faith, excuse me, concept of uh, attitude, then we are going to begin to, you know, uh, move away or, you know, shift away from the position of faith. And, it, and it's important that we constantly, you know, remind ourselves. And that's the purpose. In fact, that's the reason why. You know, I'm, 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 you know, bringing this word across, all right, to remind you and also to remind myself, all right, that we live, amen, by faith and not by sight. We're living in a position, amen, of faith. We're living in a position where our life, amen, is defined and determined by faith. Now, what is faith? The scripture went in Hebrews chapter, you know, Hebrews chapter, in Hebrews chapter, chapter 11, not sure what is going on with my computer this morning just shutting down all the pages that i've opened thank you father let's look at hebrews chapter 11 amen man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceed from the mouth of god hebrews 11 1 says now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. That's a definition of faith from the scripture itself. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of the things that we do not see. I mean, this is almost like, uh, you know, an oxymoron. I mean, 
you, you're living a two kinds of life, a, a two dimension of existence. All right, this is a this is a total paradox. All right, now faith is being sure. How can you be sure of what you do not see? You're you're, you're sure of it. He uh, said, "Now faith is being sure of what you hope for. You you're hoping for something. You're sure of what you're hoping for, yet you have not seen it. Yes, and you're certain. Amen. He said, you're certain of what you have not seen. So we've got to understand that this is a call. This is a dimension of a life. Amen. That is bringing us to a position where we can begin to live our life from a position of certainty." Certainty in the unseen, certainty, amen, in that which men have not heard, certainty in that which we have not touched. All right, so waking up every day should, should awaken our heart, should allow us to begin to, amen, feel, if, if you will, that, that, that sense of nearness, that sense of, you know, proximity to that which the Spirit of the Lord, amen, has prepared for us. And I think this is a good thing about faith. And this is where we are totally different from the world system. The world system can talk about hope. But guess what? Hope is built on faith. Hope is not built on hope. Hope is built on faith. Hope is not built on how you've been able to psych yourself up, how you've been able to positively talk yourself into it. This is not the concept of, you know, being positive. Yes, in our faith, in our walk with God, we must be positive. But positivity without amen, a sense of faith in God, amen, I tell you, it's going to lead us to a point of disappointment. Because you, you can believe in a lie, as we have seen, a lot of people are have you know uh, you know some level of you know posi you know positiveness in regards to certain things. All right, they they believe that okay, I can do this thing. All right, but <laughs> the reality is that you're dealing with the path of darkness that can frustrate, that can hinder, that can you know. Because if if you if you live life just on you know being positive alone then it means that you're not you're not you're not aware all right that the, the world that we live in amen are influenced by two systems by two kingdoms by two powers all right and the powers of darkness amen do, do not really care if you're being positive all right you can be positive amen and and they will and they will get you to a point where all right they will make sure that you're frustrated and and, and you give up so uh, we need to understand that the, the, the context of our hope, amen, is connected to our faith in God. That is the factor. Our faith is connected, amen, to God, to the promises of God. God never fails. We don't have, we don't have faith on nothing. We have faith, amen, on, on a person, not on something. We have faith, amen, in a person. We have faith in God. And that's a reality that I believe that in the days that we live in must become, you know, a, 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 you know, a, a more real to us. That we walk by faith. That walking by faith is towards a person, not towards something. Amen. Not just, okay, I, yes, I have hope. No, you've got to have hope in the Lord. The Bible says those who put their hope in the Lord will not be put to shame. So we have to. All right, every day remind ourselves, trust in that which the Spirit of the Lord, amen, as 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 spoken the word of God and not just some you know uh words without without life, without you know, without hope, without you know a, a capacity, all right, to produce. So when we find ourselves in a state where it seems as if there's a delay, or you know, what we believe God is not is not coming to pass, all right. Listen to this timing is defined by our own concept of expectation. 
time is defined by our own concept of expectation we have to shift amen the focus of our time amen to that of god when we shift our focus amen of what time is and we define time based on amen the principles of god and the values of god we will not be moved we will not amen find ourselves where we begin to feel you know jittery uh, 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 you know feel you know uh, 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 you know and you know anxious and feel fearful and feel doubtful and feel worrying because all this amen a product of you know a, a, a belief system that is not you know trust in that is not you know fully built on on you know on on the on trust in the lord bible says trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding when we trust in the lord with all our heart and we're not leaning onto our own understanding. The Bible says, for he himself will guide and direct us in the path to, to go. So I, I want to remind us this morning as I encourage you and as I encourage myself, you know, as I encourage the body of Christ as we step into all right, this new month, let, let our faith, let our hope, amen, be in God. If, if, if your faith, amen, has been built on something else, if your faith has been built on, you know, the promise of men, if your faith has been built on what people say, if your faith has been built in just what the doctor said, if your faith has been built in what just the lawyer said or what or at the, the, you know, the economist has saying, I tell you, you're going to you're going to get yourself a bit disappointed. I tell you, because everything today around us, all right, are falling apart. They are collapsing. The Bible says God is shaking the foundation, amen, of many generations, the foundations, amen, of what we have believed, the foundation of what we have trust, the foundation of what we've expected are being shaken, except we built on the Lord. Only the house built, amen, on the foundations of the Lord, amen, will stand in this last day. So I want to encourage us this morning. Let's keep our heart. Let's keep our faith. Let's keep our life, amen. On the promises of God, let's not allow ourselves, amen, to be to be distracted, to be carried away, all right, to be lured away by, you know, by the lies of the enemy. Bible says, put your hope and your trust in the Lord and you will not be ashamed. You will not be moved. You will not be moved. So one thing that I quickly, I remember, you know, sharing the scripture a few days ago while we're dealing with the concept of, you know, Jezebel. But I, I really want to, you know, once again, highlight the scripture in 2 Corinthians because when we talk about faith, as I've, you know, uh, posted this morning on, on my timeline, when we talk about, you know, uh, you know, faith, you cannot, you cannot reduce or you cannot change or you cannot disconnect faith from, all right, attitude. Attitude is how we respond, how we believe, how we see things, all right? <clears throat> attitude is that, you know, state of, 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 of a life, okay, that, that, that says, this is how I'm going to, react to this situation this is how i'm going to you know see this situation that's an attitude all right you can have a good attitude and you can have a terrible attitude most time attitudes are formed all right based on the environment all right that, that we find ourselves we we, we we some some people have got good attitude some people have got terrible bad attitude all right you can enter into an atmosphere where you have people with the right attitude and you, you just see how things just open up you just see people you know stop you know uh, expressing themselves in, in true positivity all right and you can enter an atmosphere where all right the attitude that meets you is negative 
and when you find yourself all right within a negative you know environment negative attitude it is difficult amen to walk by faith it is difficult to live your life amen based on the values and the principles of god so attitude amen and faith goes together all right if you read this, if you look at the scripture, the Bible says the, the scripture that we read. He said, "Now faith is being sure, sure assurance." Amen. Is an attitude. I can choose, amen, to 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 believe, to trust in what I have read, or I can choose not to, based on what I have faced in the past, based on what people have said to me, based on the circumstance. All right. So I can choose. You know, when you find yourself in some negative, let, let's assume you find yourself in a state of an accident. All right. How you respond to that condition, amen, is going to be defined by the kind of attitude that you have built, amen, into your life. All right. Now, attitude are shaped and are formed by the word of God or by the words of men or by the words of the world, by, you know, your environment, how you were born, the environment, your home, you know, the, the things, you know, your parents have, have built into you. All right. Can, you know, we, 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 we build people, amen, by, you know, by giving them words or by speaking into their lives all right and those words if they are positive words build amen the right attitude in them all right and if we if we build people amen if you will if we build people by imparting into their lives negative negative things we say negative things to them we never encourage them we never see you know their 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 potential we never encourage their potential all right we we're always negative and we always speak negative we're always you know you know pessimistic all right we always you know pu pulling them down guess what those people are going to grow up all right becoming negative people all right people are product of the environment that shaped them and those environment amen establishes attitude in their life and that's why you discover that certain people no, you, you, no matter what you try to do no matter what you try to offer to them they are very very negative they're just negative they never even if tomorrow somebody tells them you know you're gonna get and you're gonna get a promotion you're gonna get this you're gonna get that they will always come up with a pessimistic attitude ah, anything can happen i'm not sure even if i'm gonna get a job i'm not sure if that's i'm not you know they're always very negative why because they have they have grown all right and they've allowed the negative attitude in them to grow so it's difficult for you to have faith in an app in an app in, in an environment all right that is very negative that's why environment amen, plays a major role in how we grow and how we, 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 we define amen, our work with God. All right? If you grow in an environment or you're living in an environment where all right, it's always negative, it's always negative. All right? The words you hear is negative. The things that you see is negative. All right? the, 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 the people around you are negative. There is every possibility that you are going to become negative. There's every particularly if you have not, you know, you have not, you know, developed, you know, some, you know, spiritual foundation in the word of God. All right. Because I mean, I, I live, I live in an environment that, you know, most time is negative. All right. Based on my color, based on my, you know, where I come from, based on, you know, my belief system. All right. Based on my position about the things of God. So because people don't like that. So people will be negative to you if you choose a position of standing with God. If you choose a position of, you know, believing what God has said, if you choose a position of, you know, you want to carry, you want to carry the principles of God to the end. Guess what? People are going to throw negativity to you. 
They're going to say, what do you think you are? Do you think you're better than us? Do you think you're going to change the world? Do you think you're, you, you know, you're this, you know, super spiritual? All right. People are going to be very negative. So if you have not developed that capacity to take, you know, to take your ground, to take your stand, you're going to run away like, like, you know, uh, the man of God ran away. You know, Elijah ran away because, you know, the, 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 there's a, you know, there's, there's so much that you can take. Now that's why I'm I'm talking about this this morning that we have to daily remind ourselves of who we are and where we stand in the things of God. It has to be a daily continuary hazard. If you if you get to a point where you think, well, I've learned so much about faith, I've learned so much about trust, I've learned enough, all right, about you know hope and all these things. I know I don't need them; they're already in me. I tell you, there is a spirit. Jezebel might just be there somewhere, all right. There may just be one powerful demonic, you know, you know. Uh, 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 beliefs that have been positioned in an attitude it may just be one person one person in your life or around you all right that the enemy is using all right to you know to wear that sense of faith that you have in god all right because whatever whenever you're trying to do something positive that person all right is 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 negative Alright, so if you have not learned to look to the other way and not be bothered and, and not and not be carried away and not be moved, alright, by that negative attitude, very soon that thing is gonna affect you because guess what? We are humans and humans, like I always say, humans are are made of feelings. We are made of you know a, 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 you know a, 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 you know attitude. We're we're made of you know all kinds of emotions so we we, we cannot say, oh well uh, um, i don't bother about what that person say you're gonna you're gonna bother particularly if you love the person particularly if you care about the person all right if you look at you know men of the many of the people in the word of god all right who somehow got themselves in a situation where all right they begin to you know doubt god all right is because i mean look at look at in fact look at what elijah said he said i am zealous for your people I am zealous. So sometimes the zeal we have for people, amen, can actually position us or bring us to a point where we begin to get negative when we don't see them respond in the way we expect them to respond. All right. We can get to a point in our work. Imagine if, let assuming you, you have a son. All right. Who, who you have you have prayed for? You've been you've been working on for you know many years. All right, and you've seen this son. All right, you know begin to show a, a sign of you know uh, maybe positivity in terms of responding to the things of God, and suddenly the son gets up you know comes up one day all right maybe drunk or you know you know do start doing funny things and and you're like but my son this is not my the, the, the plan this is not the things i've shown you why are you doing this all right and, and instead of that son all right you know maybe repenting and say oh father you know i'm sorry i didn't really mean to i, I don't know what happened to me and but the son just like look father daddy don't disturb me please i'll have my own life to live please please don't bother me and uh, please just leave me alone uh, all right uh, are you going to like say to yourself well it doesn't really bother me i'm just going to carry on with my own thing with the lord no that 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 that, that attitude of you know of your son is going to impact your going to impact your life you're going to feel you're going to feel sore you're going to feel sad you're going to feel what's going on with my son 
and, and if you're not strong in the Lord, all right, that may begin to, if particularly when you see that son not changing, all right, you're seeing instead of the child, all right, changing, you're seeing, you know, the child even getting more worse, or, you know, one day you see the, the you know, the child going into a fight with somebody, the child is caught or something happened, and you're wondering, what, what's wrong with my child, all right, you're going to feel bothered, and the enemy at that point is going to come and start telling you, you see, you're a, you're a bad father, you see, you, 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 are, you are failed in your work with God, you you understand and the enemy will continue to you know lie to you because you see when we accept negative thoughts when we accept negative thoughts all right those thought forms attitude in our life to the point that amen we begin to what manifest those attitude you see attitude are formed by thoughts just like amen you know uh, you know faith are, are formed by attitude at the attitude of believing god all right if if you ever find yourself growing in faith is because you choose amen to believe what god has said is a choice all right you 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 can you can you i can pray for you amen for your faith to be increased yes we can pray for that but if you don't take what you're, all right, I, I've been prayed and begin to embellish amen, that word into your life. All right, that when situation comes, rather than being negative, you choose to stand and say, Look, I'm going to deal with this thing based on the word of God. You see, that's an attitude you've got to develop. Nobody walk with God, amen, without developing an habitual attitude, amen, of faith. You have to, and faith, amen, is, 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 is a manifestation in the midst of opposition, in the midst of that which amen opposes the standard of god opposes the will of god so every day this is something that must that we must do every day every day as i'm speaking right now in the next two you know, uh, 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 two hours there about the moment you step out of your house, you're going to church, you're going somewhere. Listen to this. You're going to face situation where, amen, would demand you respond either by faith, amen, or by what you see in the, in the human realm, in the human realm. You have to be determined that daily. And that's how our faith grows. All right. The more challenges, the more negativity that are thrown to you, the more you exercise, amen, your faith to be positive, to trust God, amen, to believe God, the more you grow that's how we grow we don't grow just by reading the word of god yes reading the word of god is there and it's good and but that is just basically amen a potential because then the enemy is going to come and challenge what you have read amen and challenge what you have believed all right and your respond your respond amen to that challenge is what define and determine if your faith is going to grow to the next level or not it's not the fact that you've heard the word of God. It's not the fact that you say amen to what amen you've heard. It's not the fact that you 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 know you 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 are you're positive and you believe in what has been said. You can believe amen, but your response is negative. You can believe amen, but your response to challenges, like I said, if you find yourself in a situation where you've got an accident, all right, and and somebody says, oh, this thing is going to lead you to death. You're going to die out of this, all right. You can either accept it accept what they've said or you can believe what god says in his word and say no no that's not my portion even to the point of death you don't stop having faith the bible says amen of in of the heroes of faith the bible says they they, they, they did not enter the promise they did not enter the promise they saw it from afar and they embraced it they embraced it and it was imputed unto them you see as faith this is you see faith is something we're gonna we're gonna walk by till we till we die or till jesus come and we have to daily grow in our faith 
Alright? Let's not grow in religion. Let's not grow in tradition. Let's grow in faith. Let's not grow in what we assume. Alright? Faith. Our walk with God is a walk of faith. Alright? I started by, you know, before many of us connected, I started by reading, uh, 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 you know, Genesis chapter 12. The Bible says God called you know, Abraham, God said, Abraham, leave your, leave your father's house, leave your household to a land I will show you. It's God showing us. You don't know the place. You have not been there before. You have not seen it. Amen. There is no, there is no map there. Amen. There's no GPS there. Amen. There, there, there are no direction there. It's God leading you. So if it's God leading you, amen, you have to do what? Trust in him. And as, as you, as you trust in him, you have to, you have to, amen, you know, be, you know, turn your eyes, turn your face away from other things around you that will, because listen to this, when God is leading you to this promised land, all right, you're going to be going through, you know, so many territories, come on, you're going to be going through so many, you know, uh, uh, you know, lands. <clears throat> Remember, it is the Lord taking you to the land. There are all kinds of lands that you're going to be meeting before you get to the land that God is taking you into. That you're going to meet the land of the Canaanites, the, 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 the Jebusites, the Perizzites, all right, the Philistines, uh, and the, uh, you know, and all these heights and all these negative issues and people and enemies, all right. Their plan is to make sure that you don't get to the promised land. Yes. Yes, while, while, while Abraham was on his journey to the promised land, he got to a point, the Bible says he had to go down to Egypt. Why? Because there will be circumstance. There will be circumstance of famine. There will be circumstance of need. There will be circumstance of provision. All right? And, and if you don't learn to trust in God, the moment you begin to look around and you're not looking up, God, how do I, where do I go from here? Do I turn left? Do I turn right? All right? Or, you understand? If you're not hearing from God, you're going to go the way to Egypt. Because Egypt is always the alternative to the things of God. Yes, in Egypt there is always bread there. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that in Egypt there's always bread? Why do we that why 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 do we find ourselves eh, Christians? We always find ourselves walking in Egypt. Why? Why? Why can't we start our own business, do our own thing? Why can't we, amen, be the one defining, amen, our own provision? Why do we have to depend on the provision of Egypt? Yes, in the times of famine, the Lord will say to them, go down to Egypt. That's if, amen, God wants you to go to Egypt. But, 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 the, the, but the concept of divine provision, amen, has to come from God. And the point that I'm making is, you don't go to, down to Egypt except the Lord asks you to go down to Egypt. So if, if you're living in Egypt, you, you've got to understand that there's a lot of compromise you're going to do. Yes, there's a lot of compromise. So we need to begin to think, amen, from the concept of what the Bible calls a more excellent way, all right? A more excellent way. There's nothing wrong in walking in Egypt. There's nothing wrong amen, in going down to Egypt. But make sure that is the Lord sending you down because if, you, if it's not the Lord, you're going to be saying, you know, to to you know to Pharaoh, Amen. She she is my sister. <laughs> Come on, she is my sister. All right, she is my sister. Instead of saying she's my wife, why? Because you know that when you speak truth in Egypt, guess what? Guess what? They, they're going to hate you. Egypt don't like people who speak truth. They like people who lie. They like people who compromise. So we have to find, amen. You know, the voice of God within our process of journey. God is taking us to a place called the Promised Land. So we have to understand what the Spirit of the God said. Abraham, leave your father's house to a land I will show you. Yes. So when we live our life in accordance to the standard of God, please note that there will always be challenges of need. There will always be challenge of 
of trust. There will always be, there will always be a challenge of our faith. Like I said earlier on, the moment you decide that you want to live by faith, you want to live for God, all right, you're going to be bombarded with all kinds of negativity, all right? Negativity coming from, all right, maybe your son, maybe your wife, maybe your husband, all right? Because if people are not seeing the same thing, that's why I keep saying, all right, that even in a home, all right, we must have faith, we must have understanding, we must have, we must have purpose, purpose, amen, established by the leader. This is where we are going. So that whatever we are facing, amen, we all can face it collectively. But in a situation where it is one person defining, amen, uh, what, what is happening, what, what where we are going, others can be negative. Others will say, Lord, no, 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 I don't believe, I don't trust, okay? I'm not going to allow... Others could say, well, I'm, I'm not going to allow this thing. No, no, no. Because they're not seeing from the same amen, point. We're not, we're, not, we're not drinking from the same stream. Amen. We're not reading from the same Bible. All right? While you are living by, you know, by what God says, all right? people around you want to live by amen, the Bible of the world. They want to live by what the, what the world system amen, is saying. No, we, can, we cannot live, in, live our life in this new day, in this season, as we continue to press Amen. Into the things of God, because what I'm sharing all this is, is all right. Is that we need to develop, we need to refresh, we need to empower. Amen. We need to renew our faith in this new day, in this first you know uh, month of September. I want you to amen. Make up your mind that you're gonna live by faith. All right, live by faith. Say to yourself, I'm going to walk by faith and not by sight. I'm going to trust in the Lord, amen, regardless of the negativity that I may go through, that I might face. All right, if, if, if you want to go, but they don't want to go, amen, continue to pray. And the point is, don't let the fact that they don't want to go with you, amen, keep you in, in the position where you become negative, where you become so sad and you become so... Uh, 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 discourage that it start af affecting your faith this is what happens when we develop a relationship of codependence amen a relationship of codependence there is every tendency that we will be discouraged by what other people amen are not doing yes elijah said i'm zealous for your people is that the reason why you ran from jezebel well that was one of the reasons i'm zealous for your people because they never supported me i'm the only one i've been i've been praying i've been seeking I've been fighting this battle. Lord, I'm tired. You will find yourself where you get tired. And I'm sharing this thing because I know these are the realities. You know, as, as, as a former pastor, I seen this thing. And as I look around, I see people who used to be, who used to have faith, who used to be encouraging the things of God today. They're nowhere to be found. There are a lot of people that I used to know on Facebook who used to, yes, today, some of them have, have backsliding. Some of them, you know, have given up. Some of them, you know, are no longer into the things of God again. And the reason for that, amen, is because something happened to them. Something happened to them. Some, something happened to them that affected their faith, that affected their hope and their trust. We read a scripture. I'm going to read it again. It says in Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 11, verse, verse 1 says, Now faith is being sure, is being sure, is being sure of what we hope for. Faith is being sure of what we hope for. And certain of the things we do not see. You see. You, you've got to have this belief. You've got to have this trust. Faith, amen, is being certain. Are you certain of what you're hoping for? Are you certain of it? You know, to be certain means that regardless of the evidence around you, that you're not, sh you're not shaking, you're not moved. You're not shaking, you're not moved. 
that is that is that is assurance assurance is that you know that whatever happens to you you're covered you're covered you're covered so if you live by that concept amen yes you're going to go through things that will cause you pain things that will cause you you know that will cause you to ah, god but why would such a thing happen why would this person behave like this but th that will not then define your final decision that's the point that i'm making that will not define all right if 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 everybody that began the journey decide to go back are you also going to go back Root and offer. Amen. They went back. You see, you know I mean, they left the land. Amen. Everything went negative. Root decided no. Offer you can go to wherever you want to go. You can go back to your fathers. You can go back to your people. But Naomi, I'm going with you. I'm going with you. I'm going with you. I'm going to continue the journey with you. Naomi said, but I don't have anything to offer to you. If, if, I, if I have a child tomorrow and, uh, you know, <laughs> how long do you think that child is going to grow to, you know, for, for, the, for that child to, you know, to become a man for you to marry? Ruth said, no, we've gone beyond that. This is a covenant. This is a covenant. I am going with you. And that is a kind of attitude. You see, you see the point that I'm making. Faith is an attitude. You cannot divorce amen, faith from an attitude. You see, somebody, one decided, oh, no, I, I mean, she was convinced. Look, there's nothing else in this, in this thing for you. The, the person that, you know, that joined us together is dead. So why don't you go, go start your life again? Go somewhere. Go, no? <laughs> go back to your father's house. Okay. She, 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 she believed. You see, the, the, the faith amen, of, of, of Ruth, amen, you can see the faith of Ruth and the faith of the other woman. There, there's a complete different concept of attitude. There was something in Ruth that made her understood that this thing, amen, when you say I do, I do. When you say this is what I'm going to believe. You see, a lot of us have this a yo-yo kind of a Christian life. We, we, we're up and down, all right? Today, you know, if, if, we, if we feel happy, then we then we believe then we ha then we go on with the lord but the moment we feel sad but the point is what makes us feel sad and how do we define our sadness all right if somebody that i love so much amen does something that is so negative to affect my faith am i going to fall for that and turn away from god how many people today are, are, are turning away from Christianity because of the disappointment of a man of God, because of what they see, what they watch on television, because of what they watched on YouTube, because of how they see, you know, uh, churches behaving, or uh, some men of God, you know, uh, living their lifestyle. How many people have been disappointed and said, is this Christianity? You cannot look at amen, the, the wrongdoing of men to judge the entire philosophy of the things of God. We cannot compare our faith, amen, our belief based on what we see other people. God forbid that Isaiah Phillips fall tomorrow. God forbid that I fall tomorrow. That should not make you fall. You should not get disappointed and say, wow, what? That man, such a powerful man of God, you mean he's falling by the wayside? Now, listen to this. You should not allow, you should not judge your faith by my faith. Amen. You should not judge your journey by my journey. No. My journey is to encourage you, is to continue to push you, is to continue to tell you there is a place that we are going. And guess what? If anything ever happened to me and I fall by the wayside, please, I beg you in the name of the Lord, don't follow me to fall. Continue the journey. But I tell you, I'm still standing and I'm going to continue to stand. I'm just using that as an example. 
So the point, because you see, a lot of people will fall by the wayside based on, you know, this man, I've, I've exalted this man. Ah, this man, you see, when we, when, we, when we begin to verify men, when we begin to look at men as if they're some demigods, ah, then we are making a big mistake or, or we, 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 we are so, you know, connected with certain people. You know, some of us are so connected with certain people we, to the point that the, 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 the attitude of those people impact our own life, affect our own life. It's a negative concept of life. It's a negative concept of belief. All right, listen to this. A man and a woman may get married as close as they are. Listen to this. Their faith, their faith is unique. My faith is unique from that of my wife. Our faith is unique from my faith. You should never, amen, if your wife decides to turn back tomorrow, you continue the journey. The Bible says of you know, uh, uh, Job and his wife, the wife said, based on what they've gone through, look at all that they lost. I mean, it would be so natural of any woman to say, after all that we have done in serving God, is this all God is going to, you know, pay back for all that we've been doing? We give everything. The Bible says that Job will rise up every morning to pray for his family, pray for his children. Yet, death came. Lost came. They lost everything. Look at, the wife said, why don't you curse God and die? What led her to that point? You can see that she wasn't a woman that was, being, that was journeying with her husband in the, in the concept of faith. Because if she was journeying with the with the husband in the concept of faith, she would never have made that statement. Because look at look at look at what Job said. Job rebuked her and said, "Woman, why would you say such a thing? If the Lord who gives to us decides to take, are we supposed to hold him accountable? Are we not supposed to give give glory and thanks to him? No. But you see, she looked at what happened around her and she concluded, it's God's fault." If you look at things around you and then you conclude God is the one. It's the fault of God. You know, I, I used to live my life as a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a teen. I used to blame God for all the wars in my life. In fact, back then based on the things that happened to me growing up, I, I never, I said I'm not going to, I don't want to have anything to do with God because I looked at things and I concluded if there is God, all this should not have happened to me. But I was wrong. But guess what? You can be wrong and you believe, amen, that you're actually right. And the enemy can make you believe. In fact, that is how a lot of people live their life today. Many people, all right, have, have, have come to believe and accept that their wrong is in fact the right. Particularly when the enemy, all right, gives you all kinds of, you know, uh, 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 reasons to believe. Is that, is that not what is happening today in the world? The world system actually believes that God, God, you know, God is not fair. God is, God is evil. If God is, if God is good, but why will that child die? Why would that innocent child die? Why, why will God say, you know, all, you know, all, all the people in the land must be killed? What kind of a God is that? I mean, we, we, we try to judge God by our own, you know, reason. We try to rational, rationalize the things of God. 
No, no. If God is if God is good, then my father should not have died in that accident. If if truly, I mean, my father was a man of prayer. He prayed. He he, he sought the Lord. He served God all his life. And look at how he died. He died without nothing. He died without a car. He died without a house. I mean, what kind of a God is that? Today the world is judging God. And a lot of people are told, you know, towing that line. Yes, this is not a God that we should serve. Come on, is that not the same thing? The children of Israel said when God brought them out of the land of, of Cana, they said, what kind of a God who will bring people out of, you know, a place? At least we get we get bread. They give us, you know, uh, cucumber and lettuce. We, we are able to eat. But what kind of a God that will bring us to a wilderness just to kill us? What kind of a God is that? And we judge God. We judge God because, all right, we look at our own little concept of thinking. And then decide how do you judge God in a court of a man on a court of men? How do you judge God? Amen. You know, by you being the jury, amen. You 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 being the jury. No, you don't even understand anything about what life is. So we can judge God. Maybe um, a lot of people today are judging God. They're judging God when they look at their circumstance. When they look at their circumstance of self-righteousness. And in fact, that you, you will notice that, you know, not did Job's wife, amen, alone judge, judge God. Job, amen, at the latter point himself began to judge God. He began to judge God. And God will, God will later stand to his defense and say, Job, where were you when I began to establish things? Where were you? Who are you to judge me? Come on, friends. So when God said, walk with me and be perfect, he knows what he's talking about. And, and our walk with him, amen, is a daily, day-to-day -day basis. And many people have judged God based on so many things, particularly here, you know, in this world that we live in, South Africa here. You know, we judge God based on how, you know, we, 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 we you know, we've, we've, we, how we've been treated. You know, you look at a lot of people today in South Africa, many, particularly in the black community, have refused to become Christians. Because they believe it's a white man's thing. Beyond that, all right, the people who persecuted, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 you know, this country in terms of the apartheid, all right, these are people who claim to be Christians, and most of them are white. So you see, what kind of a what kind of a God is that? So you see, we can judge God looking at things from our own myopic perspective. The fact that people misrepresent God, or the fact that we find ourselves in a situation where, uh, you know, things are done in, a, in the name of God that in fact do not represent the values of God, does not mean that we should, you know, conclude. No, we should look at things, amen, based on the principles of God. That's why it's important that we learn what God is saying in his word. You know, one of the things that liberated me was that I began to find who God is for myself. Not what somebody preached, not what somebody told me, not what I read. I began to, you see, you know, I grew up struggling to read because I was dyslexic. I, I grew up studying to read. One of the breakthroughs that God did in my life, that, and in fact, that's why I knew God called me. Somehow, I just began to read and I began reading by reading the Bible. By reading the word of God. So you see, my life, like I, like I told you, I mean, I was all my life blaming God. Why should this happen to me? That, why should that happen to me? I want to do this. I want to do I couldn't do it because I felt limited. I, feel, I, I felt like I was in a prison in my own body. And the Lord began to tell me and show me things. You see, 
my calling to ministry today was not because I mean somebody persuaded me or I, I had a voice. No, God had to reveal Himself to me. I had to, I had to, I had to have you know an encounter upon encounter. Yes, that's why I can do what, what I'm doing today. That's why I really do not bother what people think about me. I really do not bother that when I speak the truth, how people feel about it. I don't know because this, I mean, this is a this is this is a thing of you know a second chance God is giving to me. It's like you rather do this or you're gonna go the way of the world and you're gonna die. In fact, I was so negative with God. I was so angry that I wanted to go join the army. I just wanted to do, you know, you know, I just wanted to kill myself, maybe kill myself and kill other people who are, who I feel, you know, they are not living life in, in the way that, so I, I do that through the army. I wanted to join and God said, no, no, you, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to enroll you into my army. You know, the first church I, I ever built, established for God, I call it the militant church of God. That, that is how militant I was, the militant church of God. Because God just turned all my negativity and turned it around to be positive. But positive now towards serving him and, you know, challenging the works of darkness. And that's why it's, it's very difficult for you to talk me out of the things the Lord has shown me. I mean, when I, when I finish Bible school, praying, seeking the Lord and all that, okay, what's the next thing? Fast, I was fasting 21 days. I had my first encounter of Christ. I saw Jesus Christ. I mean, this is the second or fourth time I'm sharing on this. I had this revelation of this being who was blowing this trumpet. And what was coming out of the trumpet is go tell my people that my coming is, is nearer than they ever expect. And I thought it was going to come the next day. <laughs> so I got myself a megaphone. I was all over the place in Nigeria, you know, in Lagos. I was all over the place with a megaphone preaching. This was after I finished Bible school. I was on fire. Everybody knew me. I mean, I could just heal. Things were happening. I mean, back then I thought I was, I was an evangelist because he said, go tell my people. I didn't know you had come into the prophetic. I thought, in fact, I knew nothing back then about the prophetic. I thought, I'm an evangelist. An evangelist is one that goes. He said, go tell my people. But it was later I began to grow, you know, after years. They began to, wait a minute. This is a prophetic ministry the Lord has given to me. But I was so zealous. Guess what? I got myself a literal megaphone. You know, not like here, you can't preach. Now, I was preaching everywhere. Everywhere. I would preach in the bus. I would preach in the train. I would preach in the aircraft. Yes, you said you preach 